sounds. Listen to that tinkling of the ivories. My man, so so on the keyboards. Thanks, guys. Thanks for that intro. Hello, everyone, all my friends. Welcome back to another beautiful day up here, 240 feet up in the trees in the treehouse lounge where we lounge. That's why we called it that. <laughs> Yo, so what can I say today? What can I say today? A lot of things. We got a lot to talk about. First things first, though, let's talk about the movie we already watched today. Wow, it was a killer. A killer. Three hours long. One of my favorite movies of all time, Apocalypse Now, the final cut, the 2019 final definitive release. 30 extra minutes of footage. Oh man, it was, it just expanded the story to the complete genius and masterpiece of that movie. Please go out and see Apocalypse Now Final Cut. Probably the best best Vietnam movie ever made. Maybe my favorite movie of all time now after seeing this. I am not sure about that yet, but moving on. Shout out, shout out to the listeners in Mexico. Hola a todos mi amigas y amigos en México. Mucho, mucho gusto. Me gusta tu país. Me enamore de Tulum, un lugar mágico. Muchas gracias, mi amigos. Viva la Maya, viva el Maya. Thank you so much. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about da, 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 the Beach Boys, the early years. I pulled out this record. It's a double LP. I didn't look into it too much, you know, because it's about the songs we're going to hear today. But the cool thing about this record was it was given to me by a friend. And it was my first Beach Boys record, I think. And this was my friend J-Dub. This episode is dedicated to my man J-Dub, by the way, because without him, this would not have happened. If he didn't give me this record 20 years ago, I wouldn't be able to be playing it for you today. So yeah, dig this, man. I, I talked about how, um, you know, I found my parents' collection. I started building from there. And then J-Dub, who thought that was pretty cool too, liked hearing the sounds. He was like, well, my parents have a bunch of records that no one ever listens to. They're just collecting dust. So I went over to the crib one time. We went through and he was just like, yeah, go ahead, man. You know, super cool move by my man J-Dub. And uh, I will always remember that. Okay. Okay, so yeah, like I was saying, this record is basically, I think, a collection of their early stuff, singles, um, that their record label Capital had put together to have a greatest hits uh, type double LP version of the back catalog as, you know, even though the Beach Boys had already moved on to the more progressive stuff when Brian Wilson really let loose later on. Uh, so this stuff would have come out before Pet Sounds, which I've talked about their real breakthrough album, but this package was, came out in 1974. So you're getting a two for today because I don't have a lot of Beach Boys wax, so we have to, um, you know, we have to really enjoy it while we can, okay? So the songs that we're gonna listen to today um, will speak for themselves, but they are both songs about girls, which I identify with because I've always been pretty girl crazy. <laughs> In fact, I was thinking about it, and what happened was after Kokomo was my first favorite song for sure in at six years old, I wanted to know more about the Beach Boys, uh, and 
at that time, you would still be hearing some of their stuff on the radio. So I, it must have happened in my mom's car, um, but it was California Girls came on. I listened to it and I was like, okay, I know what girls are. I don't know if I knew what their directions, you know, East Coast, Northern Girls, blah, blah, blah. But my mom explained it to me. She's like, this is the Beach Boys. California is a place in America. And yeah, he's talking about how there are girls all over the place. And I thought to myself, wow, I obviously I knew that there were girls all over the place, but I didn't understand that there would be different girls in different places would mean different types of girlfriends. And then when I found out that Northern girls would be, you know, Canadian girls, I was I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, northern girls with the way they kiss, they keep their boyfriends warm at night. I was like, whoa, that's definitely a good thing. And I was like, you know what happens at night? You go to bed. So, oh my goodness, in in bed with a girl. What is this? What is life? What is the adult world? What are all the girls like around the world? I want to know. I want to travel to meet them. So let's get it on. Here we go. One of their biggest hits, California Girls. Girls are hip, I really dig those 
Okay, Wendy, one of my favorites. Breakup song. Oh man, you can really feel the emotion in that one. The teen angst, Wendy. So we went from California girls to all, all the girls, all the possibilities, to finding love and then losing love. Heartbreak, heartache. I really wanted to play the Descendants cover of Wendy for y'all today, but I realized, unfortunately, I do not have that track on wax, that specific track. But oh well, I think you get the picture. And if you want to hear it, go ahead and look up Descendants Wendy because that is a great cover. Those guys recognize the raw emotion in there. That's Brian Wilson for you. Okay, so let's talk about Brian Wilson uh, for just a little bit more. I was watching a documentary about the Beach Boys and I learned that. So just going back to the band itself was three brothers, the Wilson brothers, their cousin, and then some other guy who was just their friend from high school and he was friends with all of them. So pretty super tight-knit group. And the Wilson brothers' father was their manager and this guy was a super controlling, um, you know, father knows best, this is the 50s, you will listen to me or I will beat the shit out of you. And that's what this guy used to do. He used to beat up on all the brothers pretty seriously. Brian was saying in an interview, and let's remember that Brian is had, had a mental breakdown and basically had a lot of trouble for about a, a whole 10 years uh, before he was able to find some peace and come out of uh, the bad state he was in. You know, another story of, uh, of a tortured genius, right? Why did Vincent van Gogh cut off his ear? Because he was mad um, at, at his friend, Paul Gauguin. Um, Anyways, listen to this story about the abuse that the boys went through at the house that their father put them through. Their father, I forget his first name, he had lost an eyeball in an, like an industrial machine accident when he was a younger man. So he wore a glass eye. And what he would do, Brian said, when uh, the boys really pissed him off, one of the boys really made him mad, he would take out his glass eyeball and then stand face to face, almost touching noses, like with his son, like right there, stand off and make them look at the gaping wound of his open eye socket. And when I heard this, I was like, oh my goodness, like that's torture. I thought that's all he did, but no, it got worse. When they would flinch or when they finally just, you know, made a, a move, uh, Brian said their dad would just haul off on them, uh, just punch them, smash them in the face with a fist to the face, uh, the, the power of the man knocking the boys across the room. So this is the type of stuff that uh, was going on at home, um, which was just pretty, pretty sad to hear that, uh, you know, that stuff happens. Anyways, let's not dwell on that because we still have the music. And I think that's uh, what we're here for, isn't it? Yeah, okay. So, that's going to be it for today. I think I'm going to go uh, walk around and talk to some people. So I wish everyone a fantastic day. And guess what? I got more good news. I'll be back again. Only a day away. 
Take care of each other. Each one, teach one, baby. See you tomorrow. Peace.